0: Let's just do it, man. Uh, yeah, man. I was gonna say return, <laughs> return of the podcast episode one hundred and fifty, whatever. Uh, We're back at it, Red River podcast. Not return. That'd be fun. We should be called uh, the Return wait. of
1: Red River Podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. The sequel. Well, just change the it up a little. Bit. <laughs>
1: uh, Before we start today, though. Yeah. I, my son has some notes on the Metallica episode.
0: Oh, I have that mentioned.
1: That is very funny. Go ahead. <laughs> he, he listened to right when I came For Whom the Bell Tolls was before the Ride the Lightning. We got that twisted.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. And Screaming Suicide, I said, uh, hasn't been played before live on the tour, and it was. So okay. So I right. got to correct that. Notes from the editor. He, he, and he uh... also, if you're curious, he, he gave me real quick his uh, top 10 post-Black Metallica songs if you'd like to hear it.
0: Yeah, man, for sure.
1: All right, 10, Moth in the Flame, 9, Crown of Barbed Wire, 8, King Nothing, 7, Frantic, 6, That Was Just Your Life, 5, All Nightmare Long, 4, Room of Mirrors, 3, Halo on Fire, 2, The Day That Never Comes, and 1 is, is all-time favorite Metallica song, Suicide and Redemption, the instrumental from Death Magnetic. Wow. So that's what a 13-year-old perspective, just out of curiosity,
0: yeah that's here metallica and i i love um you know certain things are very memorable but as soon as you rattled off those 10 songs once mm-hmm. you got to number two which i'm pretty sure was on my list um uh, i believe the, so. the, the day that never comes as soon as you mention that name i just hear that riff right away yeah so it's it's a pretty strong riff um and, and it's it, that song in particular is a really strong balance um, of old and new. Like, yeah. uh, you could really put that on the Black Album, I think. I get it. You totally. Know. It would work. So, but all right, man. Glad to get G-checked on it. Uh, Nick actually uh, just messaged me and said that, uh, I guess, the next show that they're playing, uh, they do Leper Messiah. So he's like, I oh, guess I'm never going to say it. So they crowbarred it in there. Uh, it was Creeping Death, um, Harvester. Then they do leper Messiah. Then they do Until It Sleeps. That was last night's show in Montreal? I don't... Yeah, I guess. I don't. He yeah. just sent me something, so... I didn't check their set list.
1: I was meaning to do that today. I was curious yeah. what they were going to... Because certain songs, you know, the ones that are going to get subbed out here and there, and ones that will probably never get subbed out, so...
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're right, because... Like the that fourth slot, you know, we got memory remains, and then they yeah. put in until it sleeps. So it, at that point, of the
1: two nights in yeah. every city, Master of Puppets and Sandman will be present. One will be present at either of the night. Like, you know what I mean? Certain yeah. ones, but Harvester will probably come out. Leper Messiah, things like that. That's gonna yeah. be the shift. I'll be curious about.
0: Yeah. Um, man, and. Uh, I'm going to go see Queens of the Stone Age tonight. So I'm pretty psyched. Oh, you got tickets. Yeah. So you get them. I mean, just a, a friend of a friend bought an extra one. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm like, I'll just go. My girlfriend didn't want to go. So I'm like, I'll just hop on a train, go to forest Hills, watch them. And, and, I'm trying to remember who's opening. I know Fantagram is, but I know that there's That's another. That's the only room. one I
1: saw, Fantagram, which is great. I know, I've still yet to be to that uh, that venue. Um, oh, it's awesome! Is it? Yeah. It's
0: very cool because uh, I like a venue on Long Island that you could just hop on a train. Like I'll jump on the Babylon sure. train, and then I get out at four. Like it's right there, and then as soon yeah. as you're done, you jump right back. So you can't be.
1: Let better. me get. Let me ask you the ultimate Long Island question: Would be how's
0: the parking? <laughs> I wouldn't know because I I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't park the train, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently it's you know pretty shitty. But a friend of uh the group wrote that you can that there's like a parking garage if you want to do like a ten minute walk or whatever, right. which is fine. But but if you're able to jump on the train and then or an Uber. Back, yeah. Or an Uber. That's right. Parker. Probably
1: not bad to that place.
0: Actually. No. Yeah. Even then, I still wouldn't. You know, it's like I, I don't drink. So to me, it's the idea that I could just jump on a train is one thing. But the idea that I could just go across the street to my car, jump in it and drive to wherever I got to go. I'm always just going to drive. Always Un- unless it's like midtown or a place where I'm just going to want to punch a steering wheel for, for an hour because yeah. because of the traffic.
1: I mean, you can't put a value on those keys and being at your own control on when you want to leave and Hold not on. a schedule. I'm or-
0: going to, I'm, I'm going to break the podcast for a second because I've been waiting for this call. Hold on. <laughs> I- hey, Jim, you're on the podcast right now. I, yo. look, let me, uh, I, I just wanted to take the call because I didn't want to. So uh, let me finish up this podcast and I'll call you back. All right, let it. So that's my boy, Jim, Jim Shearman, who's directing, who directed our last video. He's get, Like, I've been, I was trying to get a hold of him yesterday because, you know, once you start talking about direct, uh, making the next video, there's a lot of moving mm-hmm. parts. And I, I have to sew them together real quick. You know, Once someone when somebody approves a location and it's like, OK, when do you need it? So it's like I, I you know, the audience is right. just going to have to suffer through that 10 seconds unless I cut it out. But sometimes I just won't because who cares?
1: Keep it authentic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah I think how was your
1: I- and how was your acting debut that you you've uh
0: Oh yeah. So Anthony Natoli, who was on the podcast uh that directed Sunday, 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 wrote a sequel and he's filming that. And uh Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, it's called Monday, Monday, Monday. And <laughs> it's called Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh he's like I, I wrote you a part and, and you know, acting <laughs> All that shit sounds cool until you go do it because the video that we record we filmed for the song Take Me Back for My Band, we had to do some acting as well. And I I tell you what, I I I can't even watch the intro to that video because I just get complete douche chills. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm never gonna do this again. It's it's one of those things where it seems like an easy easy thing to do like you just like you know talk in front of it's the all camera.
1: about how natural you feel yeah. and look you know <laughs> what i mean if you can really inhabit like another mindset that maybe not be the way you normally would talk in a conversation and be in that headset that's yeah sell it apparently
0: yeah. apparently that's not possible for me <laughs> <laughs> so um i did two days of filming so far one i didn't have to talk and actually i didn't have. To, i just had to beat someone up basically so oh, me nice. me me and this other guy stomped out uh the director in a parking lot somewhere in Lynbrook. So Any uh, kind of like
1: one liner after you were done beating him, like an eighties one liner you threw at him? Or,
0: no, but like so TV. the so the first movie was in the seventies. This one takes place ten years later in eighty five. Oh, so nice. um we had to How like That was your wardrobe. That's what it was. He had to like dress me up because I was like, yo, I literally wear like the same thing. Like I I like on some <laughs> <shoulders>. <laughs> He was like, yo, he's like, uh think bad guys from Roadhouse. And I'm like, okay. And I knew right away what he was thinking. He was thinking the fat guy with the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what like he's thinking. And uh as soon as he dressed me, I was like, oh, this is exactly who who I had in mind. It was like the like yeah. the big chubby, like bouncer guy that was there. Not doing such a good job. Um nice. That's but fun, no. I'll 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 intertwine it. Our, our buddy Chris Longito just sent me a picture and um the picture is a t shirt that he just got and it was for the the bar in um in Roadhouse, double deuce, live music. He got to see it. Yeah, just so random. He like sent me that picture. <laughs> nice. so it, yeah, you know what? It always comes back to Roadhouse is what I'm trying to say. Everything. No matter what we do, we just bring it right back.
1: All life's mysteries can be solved. So uh,
0: in roadhouse. I know that we were talking about like doing like a little series on the show. We always try to mix it up where we watch movies that we've seen, but it's been a while to see if they still hold up. I think Roadhouse would be a fun one. Absolutely. That would um, be a pleasure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was a sequel.
1: <laughs> um, I do remember something out of fact that I definitely never saw it. Who it? Was, it wasn't Swayze, right? It nah,
0: was, Swayze was like, no, thanks. I'm going to go do point break. <laughs> let uh, me guess.
1: Like Richard Grieco or like uh, <laughs> Peter DeLuise or
0: something. <laughs> Treat Williams. Treat Williams took. He's like, I'll take this one over to a man. Swayze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. though treat Yo, How R. about P.
1: Kurt Russell in Road Roadhouse How badass would that have been
0: Oh that's you know I mean he could pull it that's off a now film. That's a different film So I know Jake Busey Was in it So l- let, me <laughs> look, let me just look Let me just look at at the cast of Roadhouse too. Jake
1: Busey Jay,
0: Jay Moore uh, Yeah I don't know No one really I don't know who the main character is. That's believable too. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, I don't know. The Will Patton. That's probably the
1: case of maybe of somebody owning the rights to the Roadhouse name, putting out another Roadhouse. How? How? When the year did it come out? How long after the first? Uh,
0: so if you two thousand six. So if you look up the actual oh, wow. movie Roadhouse two. It, it looks like the porn parody version of Roadhouse. Like that's what the cover looks like. It's pretty much amazing.
1: 2006. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely keeping the rights alive. That's a long time after
0: the first one. Yeah, I love that. Entertain keep, keep, going back. Keep, keeping the rights alive is such a funny, like, entertainment angle. Um, I which,
1: never thought about things that way until I saw that Fantastic Four documentary. Oh, that's, and that's... we were talking to Brian Usner. And yeah. he was talking about how oh sequels is no brainers because it's just the instant money because you don't have to do this blah 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 certain things you know and but, uh, and
0: and Hellraiser
1: yes yeah, yeah it's
0: like wait why are you guys making these movies that are so terrible and it was like oh you you have to like use it basically but yeah mm-hmm. it, it comes down to that Fantastic Four documentary called Doomed and it's holy shit that is like one of my favorite like I can watch that all the time yeah. because it's so absolutely absurd. And the fact that those people had no idea that that's what they were making, like, it was just fascinating. They're like, yeah, whatever. Like, we'll just make this. And they're thinking that this is their big break. And it's like, yeah,
1: you got to ask yourself, though, like, say you own the rights, right? You're like, all right, shit. It's been 10 years. I got to put out a shitty version. of it, And, you know, it's shitty. You know, come on. So at what point do you decide to make a good one again?
0: They I don't know
1: it to have the rights, but the keep having the rights to make a shitty movie. So I, I like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, you know, like I think at the end of the day, you know, you and I go to work. We get a paycheck, you know, um, sure. there's really not much passion to it. It's just what you do. And, and maybe that's what happens. It's like, OK, well, um, these are the re- resources we have to make this sure. movie and we're going to do the best we can. And like those Hellraiser movies, like, you know, the scripts were coming in. And they mm-hmm. were just like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, let's just throw the Cenobites in it and make it a Hellraiser." You know, that's what it was. It was just like these, yeah. like true crime things. It's like, yeah, but Terrible. what if what if we add Pinhead? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Got a built-in fan base. It was the yeah. worst one, though, probably, and it's not exactly the same thing business-wise. But like Amityville Horror being in public domain.
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: public domain. Nobody really owns that. That you can make a movie and call it Amityville, whatever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, and put it, it in that family. So there's like the movie versions, like that still had like some sort of like respect. Now it's just like you know, crack house yeah. and Amity, like whatever. Like it's just like I watched that though. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. I live 15 minutes away, so you. I know. might have drove by one. I was gonna
1: say. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so those those things are, you know, you could tell just from the trailer where it's like, you know, Sharknado yeah. in Amityville, like where people <laughs> are like, oh yeah, let's just do this and stuff. Uh, speaking uh, speaking speaking of Sharknado, before we get to our topic, um, uh, Shudder put up a, a two hour. It's called um, Shark Exploitation. And they I started through- it, haven't yeah. finished it,
1: but go ahead.
0: It's cool. Like the beginning, they go, they go through like the more like, you know, real shit. And then later on they go through like the, the Sharknado's and like the Meg threes. Yeah. And all that. The other. Meg stuff. two just was
1: out in theaters. I, I was they're saying to my son, I'm like, yeah, if we got nothing to do. Let's go see it. And we watched the first one, which I saw and I knew it wasn't going to be, it was going to be stupid. Yeah. But I didn't remember it. So I said, let's watch it again and then make a decision if we want to see the Meg 2. And we were both like, this is a, it's so bad, man. Uh, so, it's not enough kills, man. It's, it could have it been – they made it more savage. It would have been tolerable.
0: So I think that's what they did with this one. I think that they decided to make – you know, because Meg 1 still rode that line of like, okay, we're still not trying to be over-the-top ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, the Meg 2 trailer is, like, they're just, like, it's, like, Jack Frost 1 to Jack Frost 2. They just... Yeah. They're, like, you know what? We're just gonna lean into this heavy, and, you know, it's just... it It's one of those things that just... It doesn't even look real. It's just, like, this, like, weird cartoon.
1: You're either into that shark subcult. And I am, because I have a deep... I've always, since I was a little kid, had a deep phobia of sharks. Deep phobia, so... It, it hits me in a spot and it, it just like uh thing in the ocean and especially at the bottom of the ocean, it freaks me out. So if a movie's got that kind of aspect in it or like like even I'm going to see The Last Voyage of Demeter that takes place on a ship. Yeah. It gets me in a certain way. And um, and actually I could segue, which into what we came to talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, because because I'm, that I, deals I'm, with I'm the with phobia,
1: you. you know, as well as I, dark. I, so.
0: I'm with you on that that's what I was waiting for um so you know we you know the, to to preface what we're going to talk about um there were two movies that that neither you or I saw like I saw arachnophobia and you saw spinal tap but we didn't see you know uh, or but I you know <laughs> I what am I trying to describe right now I'm like fucking still sleeping but you you needed to see Ar- arachnophobia I loved it you love Spinal Tap. I didn't see it, so we're like, "Hey, let's just watch these two right. movies and discuss it." Um, they are and, movies
1: that just slip through your thing. You didn't see it like in the theater when it came out, and it wasn't like there was streaming then in nineteen ninety. So it's like, hey, just- once it once it's gone, it it's my gone. Head. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard it like mentioned as good, and I was like, oh, "I gotta see that," but just never do.
0: Once it's gone, it's gone. Now you right. could watch anything you know at your fingertips for the most part. Um, but yeah, there was like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years where these movies got, got forgotten unless you had a VHS, a DVD Mm -hmm. or whatever. Now it's like, okay, like I'll zap, like yesterday I rented arachnophobia for the hundredth time just for no reason, but yeah, Mm -hmm. we could, we could start there. Um, because I had, I I wouldn't say a deep phobia, but spiders are fucking weird looking and (laughs) You know spiders or whatever but tarantulas too like when you see them you know and and in their heads they could be thinking like you know they could have like the Benny Hill music in their head not thinking anything they're like hey you know this is life is cool I'm just hanging out eating fucking bugs and shit you know I got eight fucking feet check me out it's like oh cool oh human what's up you know and it's like why it's like Herman Munster like he has no idea why he's scary. You know, or they could just be yeah. like, "I'm gonna fuck shit up." You know, like I, I don't know what they're thinking in their head, but
1: yeah, there's no spider whispers.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's the the fur. They got that little fur that makes them worse, creepier. Yeah. You
0: know, it, it but also like the eyeballs. Like, oh it, yeah, there's like one for each leg, I think, or so. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe I you made know, that up. How that works? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe there's four. Maybe there's two. Anywhere between two and eight is what I'm. Go, You know, (laughs) and then they have that that fucking like uh, I forget what it's called, like that. butt. it's like just like what it's it's like it's got that that fucking like that ball at the end of their body. (laughs) Is it called a thorax or something? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, Dig back into that Stelden um, science book,
1: 10th grade or whatever. You know, so
0: they're they're horrifying looking. So for me, when this movie came out, I saw it in the theaters and it wasn't really like I'm trying to think like, you know, so I was like 12. So th- this movie was perfect for me. I'll always forget. Uh, remember the poster, which is just like that, that it's um it looked very Spielbergian, which is the connection for sure. Uh, with the, the moonlight and the, a spider on a web and you see it and automatically as a kid, like I'm like, ooh, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you just like you're kind of creeped out because it, you're already like grossed out by bugs, uh, especially a spider. So that worked out for me. And, and I remember just going to see it. And it was a really, really fun ride. Like, absolutely. It, it was one of those movies that I watched right away. And it became one of my favorites because it, there was it was such a ride. It was such a ride. And, and the music, you know, so like Frank Marshall directed it. And he was like one of uh, Steven Spielberg's producers. And I think like Amblin had something to do it. But also it was like through Hollywood Pictures, which was like a offshoot of like Disney. So like all these things made it it was almost like tickling the 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 brain of of like a a spielberg fan or like a kid where they it it felt like an adventure um i don't know maybe it was just the score that's what it was you know that just made it feel like very cinematic mm-hmm. um and then the town the town was very like such a small town all the characters like everyone that that played it it just it was so believable you know so um obviously i loved it so just tell me what you think about it
1: yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I was I, I missed that I didn't see it in the theater because it's, it's a popcorn flick. And to even have a scene with the spiders in the popcorn made it even more of like a fun cinematic experience, which you would expect from like a, in the Spielberg camp. You know, because uh, it's, it's 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 got horror vibes, but it's like wholesome horror kind of you know it's not going to be some gross out shit but there might be some shit that's spooky for a younger person or if you have a spider thing then obviously it's gonna it's got a niche you know if you have that phobia but good comedy horror mix john goodman and that bill murray kind of caddyshack kind of role parallels to that you know kind of steals the show and john goodman's always you know, a fucking and, home
0: and, run. And and he was like the man then, you know?
1: John Goodman's like when I watch a movie and I don't know who's in it, and then I'm like, I don't know where it's going. And I see John Goodman come on the screen. He's one of those guys, I'm like, okay, all right. Something I'm I'm with this now. I like, I can trust that this is going somewhere.
0: Jamie Foxx didn't do that for you with God is a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was
1: shit was bad, man. All
0: right, we'll we'll get back to that. But yeah, so and this is when, when John Goodman ruled the world, you know? Yeah. Sure. Like he was like on top of the world, Roseanne. John Goodman and Stuart Pankin. Yeah. The world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Jeff we Daniels, anything. right? Julian Sands, probably f- fresh off of Warlock. Mm. Right. Because I think Warlock was like 89. and uh, I think you're right. Yep but it it has that that great beginning you know it's almost like the dead alive beginning with the origin of like how yeah. this thing gets there you know and uh they're in this like jungle and uh this like spiders like you know rolling around and stuff like that and uh they're looking for like new species of of, of spider or whatever the the fuck they were doing mm-hmm. um and it had that one spanish guy too that's in like a bunch of shit i forget his name right, um okay. And uh, so you know this disgusting fucking spider fucking bites this photographer and uh, kills him, and then they send his body back to to his like hometown, and it snuck in there. And I mean, were you expecting to see that body fucking sucked out of all no. that blood and stuff? That's pretty cool. No, right?
1: That was fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, because it 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 so it just really kind of like showed you that they were not playing even though they were playing and it was still a wholesome town,
1: but like,
0: you're like, you know, the music, the, I don't know, everything about it. And then you see that and you're like, Oh shit, you guys are.
1: I read a quote from Frank Marshall and it makes perfect sense in describing it too. He said, uh, people want to be scared, but laughing like a roller coaster. No one wants to be really terrified. I mean, I beg to differ. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> it takes a lot. I like a really fucked up movie, but that statement and that's a very Spielbergian way. Like you know, to make a film and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. And the thing that shocks me is that they didn't follow that up with a sequel. I mean, that's right for something or a sequel or remake. I'm surprised you haven't seen. You know, I'll tell it you had what. Twenty two million dollar budget. Eight, made eight million opening weekend at fifty three on a gross. That's a success. Like it's surprising mm-hmm. they didn't. Not,
0: not back then though. I because nah? I re- I remember. I was one of those geeks that always want. So every Friday or whatever it was, I'd go to the newspaper. I would go through box office because I Mm -hmm. love movies that much. I was like, oh, I want to see box office. And they always had like top 10. Then the gross. I would go through Billboard magazine. I would go through the top 20, 200 albums, like 200. I'm talking about like I'm 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 looking at Bang Tango at one ninety nine going like, all right, maybe next week they'll go up you know so but, i love yeah. that stuff and i remember bang tango I don't <laughs> didn't think i'd mention bang tango on this episode yet <laughs> here we are but uh i remember that it wasn't a hit if i remember correctly it opened at number 4 okay uh, it opened at number 4 and and when you look at those numbers now they seem yeah. astronomical because those numbers just for the most part barely exist right now right um and so back then it was like, I think it was like a modest hit and they were like, OK, that's cool. That went. So I couldn't imagine that they would have done a sequel. And yeah. really, really, I mean, the
1: shit they make sequels of, though, I mean, it's like a sequel of anything. At least it, it wasn't a flop. You know what I mean? But that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I think they did such a great job with it. You know, when you yeah. think of spider movies like this is the granddaddy to me. And I think I, mentioned I was going to say, on,
1: do you uh, have you seen other like eight legged freaks or any
0: eight legged? So. All right. So that's completely different, though. So but I think I mentioned. I never it, saw it. I think I mentioned it on um, on Facebook and, and Jeff Kaplan, of course, disagreed with me. He said Kingdom of the Spiders. But it's like all right, we get it. You're old. You're going to mention that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> like uh, that's good, but it's not really like arachnophobia, I think, is the best spider movie That I could think of, even though eight legged freaks, which I never saw in theaters, I saw later on, I probably saw maybe like within the last 10 years. It's fucking great. But it's like it's more of like uh more of like the blob. You know, it's like more of like this, like what what makes arachnophobia work. It's like uh these were were real spiders. Oh, yeah. And and they fucking somehow wrangled them amazingly. You know, with with all these like tricks, like hot air, like when they came out of the sink, like all these things that I remember from the trailer, them Uh. coming out of the sink. uh, It was because they blew hot air through that pipe and they all just fucking ran out. Uh. They filmed it Um, when Jeff Daniels is trying to get out of the window and like he puts his head out the window and they start coming down and like three at a time. Mm -hmm. um, The girl who was showering. And what happened was that spider was not supposed to go on her head. But I think if I remember correctly, they said that they they looked really like gross and big, but they were harmless. Right. So they got them from like New Zealand because they looked like, you know, they looked fucking like some real deal fucking bad boys. So when she felt the spider jump on her head, it didn't bug her out that much. So she let the scene go. And then she like knocked it off and it, and it dropped down. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so it's because it's like you watch that she's showering, and the thing is like right there, and she grabs that spider web, which was so, I think that was grosser than the actual spider. And then uh, the spider fucking lands on her face completely, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it, so when you think of other movies like Eight Legged Freaks and like um, all these other things, it's always like a mutant uh, spider, which is cool. Sure. Uh, What's another one? Big ass spider is another movie like that. None yeah, of I them guess
1: are... I've missed a lot of the spider subgenre, I guess yeah. I'm big yeah. into like animal like <laughs> like I've seen frogs and slugs and all those all those ones. Food of the gods with the rats.
0: Yeah, I know they yeah, made yeah. one about
1: every creature. They were fucking one about rabbits. Remember? Uh, Night I of mean,
0: <laughs> they made one about mosquitoes. I think it was just called Skeeter.
1: Oh shit! I didn't
0: even know that. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few because mosquitoes are probably like mosquitoes are the worst. Like can you can you think of a a disease everywhere? But they're so like. Sometimes I'm like out at like work and stuff like that, and like some places just have like the worst. Like you go in someone's like backyard or whatever, and it's like. It's like, yo, what are you guys doing back here? Like, why they're like, you can't even hang in a backyard sometimes, you know? But it's not, it's, not it's, to any, it's the to people,
1: people determined on like, enjoy this, this weather that's so oppressively hot and disgusting and fuck the summer, man.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I'd rather
1: be inside. I don't feel bad about missing the sun than have mosquitoes bite me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just refuse to try anymore.
0: So, I mean, that, that, that's, that's one genre that they could keep going because, mm. uh, it's, just they're the worst but um yeah so like arachnophobia is like the only one that i could think of that it like you see everything like all these spiders were just like you know i'm trying to think of like everything else that happened right so it's like they're 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 kind of like it's like the adventure in the beginning of all of them like as they're being born and they're going out into the world Mm -hmm. and they keep like missing like the dog or the cat or like fucking john goodman's hand at the toilet uh and it's cool, like you know, like the football player puts on his helmet, fucking goes. You know, um the the old guy puts on his slipper, the the popcorn, once again, with the that was great. Those two main characters. Yeah. So they really like by the end, they started ramping the dial. You know, like the last like 30, 40 minutes of the movie, they just started ramping that dial to go further and further so when you see that couple that married you know couple with the popcorn sitting there and they're dead and they're coming out of there like mm-hmm. it's like okay now it's time to like really turn it up you know and, I had uh, to
1: switch to my regular microphone because this thing was acting up here but uh, I think why it works is uh, too as opposed to what you were saying with like the giant spiders or whatever because you know that ain't happening you know what I'm saying there's no but this a, a mass infestation of normal sized spiders and shit that legit Could happen. And I think that's the extra terror, you know, it does. it's it's not absurd. It's not an absurd premise, you know,
0: that are like lethal. Yeah. You know, like because it's like it's almost like a tick, like a tick is so dangerous because not because of their size. It's just because you can't see them like you're sitting there, you know, on a couch or, you know, you get home from like, you know, hiking or something. And that thing's on you, but you don't know because it's like the size of a fucking, like, you know, mm-hmm. blackhead. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there, there is, you know. Is you there a tick it. movie? has got to be. <laughs> got to be a tick movie. That's next. I feel like we're dropping, Long Island, we're, yeah. we're, we're dropping a lot of gems, man. So if anyone's really, uh you know, taking That's notes. That's Long Island
1: this. film. We got the yeah. ticks. Yeah.
0: That's going to uh, be homegrown. But, uh, but, yeah, let's
1: let's switch gears, though, because I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> dying to know what you think. Thought is fine with that, man.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm glad that you liked Arachnophobia because I wasn't sure. I I wasn't sure how that movie was going to, you know. Uh, it
1: was super fun. I wish yeah. I watched it with my son because he he's got a thing with with insects and shit like that, and it's a fun movie like that. I and I do that. I regret that I didn't see it in the theater. I, yeah. I, that would have been fucking super fun. Perfect.
0: And, and now look at you, 32 year old man sitting there with regrets.
1: It's never too late. It's never too late.
0: Uh, So, you know, shout out to Johnny North for for making this episode happened, happened when he was in complete, like his head blew up like uh, Clayton Bigsby when uh, or that guy in the crowd when I told him that I didn't see Spinal Tap, you know, he's like, you fucking watch Halloween six, a hundred times and you can't watch Spinal Tap once.
1: They're a lifelong musician.
0: Yeah, but In a like band.
1: it's like it's a, it seems to be a rite of passage that's all I'm saying yeah like it, most people that play yeah. music like know that film or quote that film even quote I
0: it. I agree and I don't know there wasn't really any real reason and it's like uh yeah so I finally let, I finally watched Let it. me
1: ask you one other question are yeah. you like other Christopher Guest films. Did you?
0: Are, are you not a fan of that style? Or I just don't. It's not something I, you know, what I could watch one of them and you know, think they're the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. I just haven't.
1: Best in show never saw that. You... No,
0: nah. oh, that whole universe. I got you. Mighty All right, but back Land. to the, what mighty. Tell Land. me,
1: uh, some are better than others, but uh. Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show or fucking, let's see. But, uh, but yes, go ahead. Let me know. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I mean, as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, like, you know, uh, uh, Rob Reiner's doing his, his, uh, you know, documentarian thing. I'm like, yeah, this, this, this genre, this whole universe is so ripe for this, um, because of the excess. Uh, but it turns out, I, I think the movie in a way took place in 82. Was that w- what I heard? Right. Was, because I know the yeah. a, the actual film was released in 84. But like they I think they were talking about the the year 1982 in the movie, which I'm thinking like, wow, if only they would have waited a few more years. I feel like by 1988, they would have had an even more. Well, music. It was
1: kind of pioneering this film. And the, I believe the Ruddles were like two of the first real mockumentary kind of especially about music that. Yeah. I remember and like even to the point where I I w- when I saw this was I was so young I thought they were like a real band. it was just ridiculous you know
0: I think so too yeah. because when they would they would make appearances as spinal tap so yes. I didn't really understand what was going on and it wasn't until like my love of Laverne and Shirley because the other two guys <laughs> could have passed like yeah. uh, Christopher Guest literally could be Ozzy Osbourne in 1972, <laughs> like yeah, you wouldn't yeah. even have known, and the other guy, um, Harry Shearer, like he right. looks exactly like Derek Smalls, yes. but but the main guy, Derek Saint, whatever, right, like so, so like I love Laverne and Shirley, so I was like, oh that's fucking uh, McKeon or Matt Mark, you know yeah. uh, something McKeon, and uh, so I think as time went on, I was like, oh I got right, it Michael, yeah, I'm like this. This is like a spoof because I think they even made MTV a- appearances. Like, okay, spinal tap. They
1: did. They released the real album like later. I think it was in the '90s. That was way after the movie it was a success and stuff, you know. But yeah, they didn't jump right on it after a while. But I don't think I don't know I don't think it was an overnight success either. It was, you know, it was a cult took on a life of its own.
0: So you know, it, it's such a good story because. Uh, I'm watching my cats like eat a fly. (laughs) Nice. So it's such a good story because if you're in a band, you know, or you know, it's like you put out something, it slightly works, and then from there you just keep chasing it, and then you keep. It reminded me of Kiss being like, uh, "Okay, we're like a 70s band now." It's like, "Okay, we're gonna do a disco song now." It's like, "Okay, we're we're hair we're hair metal now." It's like, oh, 92? Like, eh, let's make revenge and take the make-off off and, like, you know, be angry. Oh, right. ni- 97? Oh, let's... uh what was that? Psycho... Like, whatever that was, it was like, we're a grunge band now. Yeah. You know, like, they were forever chasing that with, like... Probably, uh, let's
1: put the makeup back on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's put the makeup on and stop making albums and just play the shit that people want to, you know... Yeah. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was just... It, the movie was super short. It was like, I feel like in 80 minutes, they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did everything, you know, they, they, they had the, I would, I just, uh, I, I gotta say, like, was Fran Drescher always hot? Like she was,
1: oh, banger, right. So, uh, she was, I like, always thought she was fine as hell, man. But yeah,
0: but like, uh, the nanny was whatever, but seeing her there, I was just like, holy shit just yeah. smoke show yep. um and i love yeah i mean it's just it it it's something that's that was like perfect for 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 picking apart you know like the just the personalities um you know them in the beginning talking to the suits like no one knows anything you know like no one knows anything about each other's world uh yeah. and then like the ridiculous stuff like the stonehenge thing yeah you know <laughs> like or like uh, uh, Christopher Guest talking about, um, uh, you know, like a writing like a a trilogy in D minor. <laughs> and he's like, I really like Bach and Mozart. And he's like sitting there chewing gum. He's like, what's yeah. this one called? He's like, oh, like Lick My Love Pump, like, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm so. known for my solos. He's got the violin on the yeah. guitar. Like how absurd what? that era was.
0: So absurd. And what I really love, which is very subtle from that, that the guitar solo thing is that he just takes one second to, like, move the tuning peg on, like, that violin for one second. (laughs) Like, he could even tell. Uh, And then the, you know, the Yoko, which is what everyone's going to basically think of when they think of Janine. I think uh, the singers, Derek's... girlfriend and she comes along and i love that they're like she's into yoga and astrology and i'm like fuck i'm like why is that so perfect like
1: yeah yeah and like... and draws the, the the stage costumes for the band has the direction that she yeah. thinks they should go in yeah and when he's looking at it just like what the fuck
0: it's so I'm good serious. and uh the manager's great like he had his yes whatever, I, I love the scene where he basically tells them what he does because in a way I felt like that frustration, you know, when you think of mm-hmm. things when you think of like a handler, basically. You know, because I've known sure. handlers and I have known people, you know, like you watch movies like get them to the Greek and stuff like that. And he's like, There's no sex, drugs, and rock and roll for me. He's like, I'm looking for lost luggage and like, you know, talking yeah. to like fucking, you know, X, Y, and Z. Uh but yeah, it was just great. Like everything condensed. It's How a- about
1: Fred Willard's uh, scene in as the military at the yeah. military base?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, My yeah, yeah. A little long.
1: Yeah. People <laughs> might mistake me for you guys. <laughs> that, and he's I like, love Fred Willard, man.
0: God damn it! And he was like, "How about a, a couple of slow ones so I, I could dance to them? How about you play a couple uh, of slow ones so I could so I could dance to them?" Uh, I love
1: that son of a bitch
0: you know it, it's for for people that love um heavy metal parking lot you know those 15 minutes it's just it's kind of like this like imaginary world oh and the album covers too was very funny first that of was all, a great song. first of all smell the glove is just a great fucking title it's so good yeah. right and what's wrong uh, with
1: being sexy and no, uh, sexist yeah what's wrong with being sexy so well, you,
0: you think of like it had to have been like a, a poke at like you know those like um uh scorpions album covers right like yeah virgin totally. killer and like all these like weird random things where you're just the like, one
1: with the girl on her knees with a dog standing yeah. on, in front of the guy i can't remember the album that it was uh there was one with a i think a chick with a titty hanging out right in the back of a limousine these I, are all scorpion covers I yeah not even gotten that
0: no scorpion. yeah <laughs> Well, there was Virgin Killer, and there was like a young girl there, and I think they had to like yeah. change that.
1: Fucking, fucking Germans, man.
0: Yeah, like maybe like Clearly. that's that's the excuse that they went with, you know? Like I have no idea, but now down
1: so, when Metallica did the Black album, they had to know the power. Like it crossed their mind, right? I mean, it, everybody knew that the Spinal Tap movie it would have to cross your mind at some point when you make the decision to make an all-black cover.
0: Not me. That's cause final tap did it, it at cause, first. Because I didn't see it. <laughs> maybe now. Maybe no, now. No, but Metallica mentioned. definitely saw yeah. that fucking movie. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, the black album. But then it, I, I remember <laughs> it had that faint, like little uh, snake thing. Snake. That little. Right. Uh, I'm just saying it
1: had to cross that thought in a second in a meeting. Yeah, it had to be uh, even as a joke. But uh yeah, that was a, that was an especially funny uh, scene when they first got
0: the records. I love uh, Bruno Kirby too, like as like the um, the limousine driver, uh, because he just played like a really obnoxious guy, and he was just talking about yeah. like the Frank Sinatra book or something, and then he yeah. was just like, Yeah, it's a fad, it's a fad," you know, because yeah. like you you just hear people like that with metal or like hip hop and stuff yeah. like that, where everything like, it's like ah yeah, it's like it, this will go away, this will go. Away.
1: I, I I love when he looks to the side, like are they listening? Like listen, uh, you know these these kids don't understand when when you've loved and lost like Frank has
0: Yeah yeah so <laughs> fine, kind of, right?
1: like, Yeah me and Todd I, quote that shit like every time we see each other
0: because i fucking like some people swear and there's a few things so like it's funny cuz they 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 go to Elvis's uh, uh grave as well but there are mm. just like some old people that like Frank Sinatra and Elvis are like their their shit and to me mm. i'm always like I mean, what's the difference between them and like, I don't know, NSYNC or like they're just guys with good voices that sang other people's songs like they're just like, okay. like they didn't write anything. They They didn't even uh, write. Yeah, I know. No, they were
1: just like that puts you down a notch automatically in my book. Kind of,
0: especially, you know, like you're an older like (laughs) you're an older person shitting on certain things. It's like, yeah, it's it's the same. Um, Let's see. What do I have? I love. I'm pretty sure
1: I could croon, too. You know, if I wanted to
0: listen, if Sal Alley could do it, um, record store. I like that. So, like, when they went to the record store and no one was there, oh. <laughs> that guy—they're they're blaming
1: like everything else, but like no one cares. Yeah, I, 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 what's his name? Paul Schaefer was a
0: uh, hit my ass.
1: That—that that was the scene. That was, was Paul
0: Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> Yeah, there's, but, a, there's a few fucking cameos. Like Mr. Bedley from fucking the Jeffersons is like the hotel dude. You know? Oh, uh,
1: he's got one of my favorite lines in the film that when that guy's insulting them, he's like, I'm just as God made me, so
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: another one. I, I find so funny. But uh yeah, Billy Crystal, one of the mimes. Yeah. At the party at the waiter. The party. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, listen, it it, it was a it was the story of the band in about eighty minutes, um, and they covered they covered all the bases, you know, like a a, a member leaves, they try to change the sound, they start playing <laughs> like jazz fusion or something, <laughs> Uh you know, and then every yeah. you know a lot of ups and downs, and uh, yeah, it took me I don't know I guess what since it came out in eighty four took me thirty nine years, but i um, you know yeah that so- we
1: both. We both did something. We started both from the bottom. The thing. Yeah. Uh but it was great. I tell you, you know, and, and this might pair well with a with the Anvil double feature.
0: <laughs>
1: the Anvil yeah. doc. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, so that's another that's you know, it's funny. So you have a mockumentary and then you have a real one. But they're kind of like
1: <laughs> so much similarity.
0: Yeah, like you could tell me the Apple movies, completely a mockumentary with like fake characters. And I would yes. believe you because it's so fucking absurd. Yes. You know, and Showtime so, Showtime's had it up for a minute now. So whenever I need something in the background, like, you know, whenever I edit the podcast, um, I put on like the In Search of Darkness stuff, you know, like the horror mm, movies, because it's great. like I'm yeah. listening to the podcast. I'm like doing some editing notes here and there. But visually, I'm like watching. And the same thing with like uh, when I need something in the background, like the 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 Anvil one's just great because it's – wherever you catch it, it's it, – it really <laughs> – it is so funny. But there is a lot of similarities because it's just like the universe is so, – you know, obviously, the Spinal Tap guys are a little bit like far further removed from reality. And there's something yeah. more – there's something more endearing about the Anvil guys where they were just – always terrible but to them they think that they weren't and that they invented something still
1: looking i'm 50 years old i'm still looking for an anvil fan in real life that i can say i've met
0: you know i I think you meant a good i I think you meant like a good anvil song
1: (laughs) i always think they're terrible the the only ridiculous part of that movie is like slashing everybody and like laura's talking about how um massive anvil was like important, it's yeah. like yeah, really, and I'm here for the story, and I'm wishing these guys, I love them, yeah, I, I wish all the best for them, but it's fucking terrible, and always was,
0: yeah, like I hope they sell a zillion albums, but when I listen yeah. to this, I'm just like, this is brutally bad, but yeah, so like the beginning of the anvil thing, it is like spinal tap because you're talking mm. to them about this band. And for the most part, the viewer is just like, who the fuck is this band? Never heard of this band. And then you see them doing metal on metal in 82. And you're like, this isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this is real.
1: You, they, I would love to, uh, uh, maybe a limited series on Netflix of Spinal Tap now with all these old metal acts that get back together. and They're going out and they're in gray hairs and shit. And still almost pushing 70, 80 years old out there playing. I think there could be something there. I
0: think so. So I, I, yeah. that guy, did you watch I Want to Rock?
1: Uh, fantastic. I enjoyed okay. every minute of it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the, the guy, Tyler Meeson, who we will have on the, the the next episode. I think he did a really good job with covering what they were doing. But granted, some of them weren't doing music, Um, mm. you know, or maybe I'm just thinking of, of the girl from Vixen. But, uh, well, there was
1: one act. There was a what was the one act that I had no idea who they were. Um, God, was it Cherry something? Why is it escaping my name? I don't know, like everyone else involved in it. And there was one band. They maybe they had a minute in L.A., but I don't remember them ever being a thing. I can't remember the name of it.
0: Yeah, guy, he was
1: sitting at a bar. One of the Talking Heads, short hair, looked like a total normie old dude. No,
0: no, no I, I just remember the, to get I, that in front of me. I remember the girl from Vixen. I remember John Karabi, Snake Sabo. Um, Yeah, it's great. I don't want to. Winger. Winger, yeah. Yeah.
1: Good story. You know, it works, and I'll probably repeat this when we have them but it's just like uh, those stories. I I remember I was always a sucker for those VH1 countdown shows and whatever and all the time, and one of my favorite ones ever was One Hit Wonders. And uh, not that all these acts were one hit wonders by any means, but the acts that didn't have that massive success and went on forever, the whatever happened to somebody that had a little success and then they had to go back and take a regular job like that whole journey is way more fascinating almost than the people that are on some plateau of
0: rock. Okay, so that's, you know, sometimes, you know, that's the beauty of YouTube now where you can look those up. And there was one in particular where it was like the Sunset Strip thing it was like a 30 minute episode uh and it you know i think D Schneider talked about just he's like i was famous but broke he's like that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> he's like everyone yeah. everyone knew me but i'm like riding a bike to like baskin rob like wherever he was working at the time he's sure. like I-, I had fame but i had no money anymore and he's like and that fucking sucked which is cool because he rebuilt himself which is you know good for him Oh, then, yeah. Then you have the guy from like Kicks, I think, at the end where he was like, um, he was like painting, like he was like painting, like, uh, uh, I think he was like doing something like on, you know, like advertisement and stuff like that. Um, you know, even, like, even, I
1: read an interesting thing. I don't know if it was on Law wire or something. Bands are like a like testament,
0: right? Yeah. Pretty yeah, su- yeah.
1: Pretty successful. Chuck Billy's yeah. a safety. A safety uh consultant for like truck driving or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what he does. Like testament it tours a lot, you know. They're still pumping out records and shit. He's been in the game a minute, but that's what he does. Yeah. Uh but cool. The long yeah. way to the top.
0: It is a long you way rock to rock and roll. Uh hey, listen, it's still better than, than most, that's for sure. But uh, oh, yeah. OK, cool. So we we covered arachnophobia and we covered this, this is spinal tap. And luckily, these are two movies that we didn't see that we both enjoyed. You know, I think eventually, yes. you know, we'll come across something or we'll just be like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah. And that'll be fun, too. That'll be fun, too. So. I
1: like shitting on things sometimes. Too. And speaking of real quick before I know we're about to wrap up and stuff, my latest YouTube obsession has been watching old Siskel and Ebert episodes. You have to, uh, do yeah. That?
0: I, so, you know, when we do the tournaments on on Facebook, right, whenever yeah. we do so, what I pull instead of the trailers um, are if if we have two movies competing against each other, I go to Siskel and Ebert and see if they reviewed it. Because I just yeah. put those those links up because they're they're great. They're fun to watch.
1: That show was so goddamn good. I forgot how good it was. Having oh, yeah. They were they intelligent conversations. On they they would have wrapped this up
0: in 22 minutes.
1: Yeah. They bang it out. They were professionals. They did a lot of shtick like they were. Sometimes you could tell they were getting heated at each other, but I just thought how funny it was. Like now there's, you know, you put a film out and there'll be reviews on IMDb and there'll be reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Amazon's going to blah, blah. You could pull this and that one. But in the network television era where there was only so many stations or whatever, and that was a big vehicle. You got your film on there that they're going to review it, but then might not be kind to it. They might shit like all, like this one network show that everybody watches to see what like movies they might see. And these two guys come out give it a thumbs down and talk about how fucking stupid it was. And then even half the year end. we're going to talk about the best films of the year, but we're going to have a whole episode of yeah. the shittiest yeah. movies. Like, they would yeah. just shit on people, man.
0: Yeah, you would look at those two Herbs, and you would be like, man, Siskel and Eber gave them two thumbs down. Like, I don't know, should we go?
1: <laughs> right, except for horror, they never, they were both. Geno was a little cooler, I think, but uh, yeah. Roger was a
0: douche. They would never. Yeah. When it when it when it came to horror, uh, I think they even did Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is like a famous one that they did where they were just like, this is disgusting, blah, 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 horrible. Um, You know, Halloween one they loved, obviously. And Halloween two, they were just like, this is just like cashing in. You know, I love watching the old horror stuff that they do. Because they, oh, they yeah. it wasn't for them, but like it was just you know, if you had like terms of endearment or like fucking like you know something like once that. in a
1: blue moon, some like weird shit. Like I was watching Psycho three the other night. The oh yeah, yeah. Ebert, Ebert's like, I loved it. I thought it was, you know, <laughs> I thought it was really good. And listen, some of the Psycho sequels are better than they have any right to be. But it wasn't like the movie horror that- movies you shitted on, and you love this one like
0: more than like. Oh, I think bad. that was Jeff Fahey who was in that one. Yes, he was. Yes, like, maybe they killed him. He killed him, and put him in like an ice box or something. He
1: remember. was like out, yeah. And then the sheriff was taking scoops of yeah. ice, and he got blood on his mouth and shit. Yeah, yeah Roger loved that one.
0: That was good. Yeah, and they like the good.
1: Evil Dead too. I think. I Think they like the Evil Dead too. But then, anyway, I could go on and on about that. About uh,
0: those guys. Cool, man. Yeah. So we got to yeah. eventually. We we got to talk about God is a Bullet. Um and uh, a talk to me, which you said you liked. I to me talk to me blew it's me in my
1: top ten. Maybe I used the wrong word or something like that, but it's in my top ten. I it's just crazy.
0: couldn't believe. What's better than that for you right now this year?
1: Um, I really like Bo was afraid.
0: Um, yeah, I didn't watch Asteroid that. City. I got to watch that. Uh, what else Asteroid, City, that? Asteroid City, Asteroid City, Wesley. To Leslie, okay. I didn't know that was this year. Yeah, really. I think so. I think it was last year. I don't this? know if it was a.
1: Fi- it might have been one of those ones that official release date, festival release date, or say twenty
0: twenty two. But so, I think so it, what? The beginning ha- of the year. What happened was, um, I rented it, so it was it was a VOD release, and Netflix put it on this year. Gotcha but it's 2022. I'm, what else did I have out there? Uh, Asteroid City, I want to watch. Bo is afraid. I just, I don't, I know that it's, I'm going to
1: It's watch. not going to be, it's not going to be enjoyable for everyone. It was yeah. lucky. It was either, it was going to be in your wheelhouse or it was going to suck. Yeah. And I felt like like that was, that eh, too, Leslie it says 2022. I thought I watched it. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Um, what else says? John Wick 4? It was fucking super cool. Linoleum, a little film. Ah, there's a bunch of. I watch a lot this fucking year.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I got Renfield's like, up there. Yeah, hypnotic. Oh, I watched an insane fucking Cage movie
1: last night. Uh, Sympathy oh. for the Devil. Yeah, yeah. Did you see
0: that? No, but I saw the trailer and I was it's like, it's "Not great. It is I, not great." I was like, "How did it, every now and then he just sneaks one out there?" And you're like, "Oh, all right, I guess there's a new Nicholas Cage movie." There's he... a couple
1: in the, in the, in the chamber there that, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he was... kidnaps a guy basically. But if you like it, it's, it's got a lot of things. You could see a mile coming, some weak points and, uh, it's not overall amazing, but if you like an unhinged Nicholas Cage, and I know you do, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it does not disappoint because he's yeah. fucking completely insane for an hour and a half.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. But hypnotic and, uh, that other movie, Like, hypnotic. It's funny. Like, I put that fucking hypnotic on because I love Robert Rodriguez, and it the trailer reminded me of the first Power. Mm. And I was like, I got to watch this. And I put it on. I'm like, 90 minutes? I'm like, that's easy. And 20 minutes in, my girlfriend was like, what is this? This is so bad. And then by the end of the movie, she's like, all right, that was pretty fucking good. And I feel like a lot of people – hated it like when i posted it, i loved it like you're the only person that i know that said it was good
1: i didn't i only heard i didn't hear much shatter i heard you said it was good and i was definitely gonna see it just haven't yet i didn't even realize it was a rodriguez film so yeah and
0: he he wrote it and it's 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 like total recall memento fucking like first power like it's just like all these great movies mixed into one you know, maybe like everyone just hates Ben Affleck's acting. I, I I don't really know. People do hate Ben Affleck.
1: You know, a lot of people.
0: Yeah, he's never done anything to me. So it's hard for me to hate the guy.
1: Yeah, I don't listen. I'm fucking, I don't know any of these people personally. I don't yeah. Give a shit. So, but, uh, make something good. All right. Yeah. We said it all. We did. We'll do this soon. All right. All right, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Right mm